Hey friends, welcome to your girl Maddie. I am your host Maddie and I am here with a different kind of segment today. I feel kind of naked because I am by myself. I don't have a co-host for the day, Um, but I have a new segment I'm deciding to call Coffee with Maddie and it's just a chance for y'all to get to know me a little bit better. So I have my coffee here. It is decaf coffee because it is currently 7.56 p.m. when I am recording this. Um, And it is in a mug that says, hola bonita, on the mug. (laughs) Um, But I decided to get on the mic and just tell you guys a little bit about myself. Um, I feel kind of silly because I'm like sitting down by myself in a room on a microphone talking about myself. Um, But it kind of struck me recently how... Y'all, some of y'all have been listening to my podcasts, Soulmates and Your Girl Maddie, for two years now. And um, I thought it just might be kind of fun to just tell you more about my life, about what I do, about my family, about my, about me. Um, so I decided it may, might be kind of fun. I'm going to do it this way. Um, I have this little bowl. Can you hear that? <laughs> it's like ASMR. <sighs> I have this little bowl of questions and I'm just going to pull out a few questions and answer them. So let's get going. Welcome to Coffee with Maddie. This is part one of a three-part series and let's get it. All right. First question. Who are your favorite on-screen K-drama couples? Oh, shoot. Okay. I need to think about this for a minute. Uh, I'm going to have to pull out my, I have a Google Doc of all of my top, I mean, all the K-dramas I've ever watched. So let me take a look at all the K-dramas I've ever watched and let you know. Okay. So one would have to be Nahido and Becky Jin from 2521. Absolutely spectacular. And I know what most of you guys are thinking. And yes, I still consider them a couple, (laughs) an on-screen K-drama couple. And I thought they had the most spectacular chemistry. Kim Tae-ri and Nam Ji-hyuk were just absolutely fantastic in that drama. And I just, I've hardly seen chemistry that match theirs in 2521. Um, Another one would probably have to be Strong woman don't bong soon. That drama had definitely a lot of um, like <laughs> parts of it that are never worth rewatching. Like all the weird bad guys that followed everyone around. I was like, I don't need this. But the the couple on screen, um, Park Bo Young and Park Young Sik, absolutely phenomenal. I've never seen a k-drama couple like them that were just so like what's the word like light-hearted but also spicy and all at the same time they were amazing 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 they stand up forever as being like one of the best on-screen couples and like honestly the (laughs) the drama would not have been worth watching if it were not for their amazing chemistry so I commend that and then let's see here. I think I would have to say my other favorite on-screen couple 
would be um, the couple from The King's Affection. Love The King's Affection. Um, and Rowoon and Park Eun-bin in that drama. Um, they were amazing. I think what was really fun about that, it was like a gender swap. And like Rowoon kind of played the role of the girl. And Park Eun-bin kind of played the role of the guy. And it was awesome. Like I just absolutely amazing. Um, and then I feel like a, a most recent, a recent drama I watched that I feel like is not on the top of most people's lists, but I loved the lead couple and cheer up. Maybe it's cause I just love cheerleading. I don't know, but I was absolutely dying over them. I thought they were absolutely adorable. Loved it. Of course, I am just obsessed with Bay and Hyuk, so I thought he was the swooniest, swooniest, swoon, swoon, swoon cheerleading captain that ever existed. Um, and then Han Ji Hyun in the role of Do Hei was also, she was just like so lively. And I just think I thought it was so spicy because like he was like the senior cheer captain and he was kind of like dorky but then like misunderstood. And then she was just like the freshman and she was like so and she just like captured his heart i thought it was absolutely adorable and then he showed his like dorky side with her maybe it's just my dream i think actually the reason i'm into this is it's just my dream um dohe lived my dream so okay that's why all right next question (laughs) all right what's the next question Okay, um, the next question that I will answer is says, what did you do for fun in high school and college? I did write these questions, by the way. However, I, it's a surprise when I open it. Um, what did I do for fun in high school and college? Okay, so I went to a big public high school. Um, I lived in a pretty small town and they only had one high school, but it was like 2,500 kids. So there was a lot to do. And um, so I was actually really, really involved. Shocker, right? <laughs> oh, I don't have energy. I don't like to do things right now. I, I love I have a lot of energy. I love to be involved in things. I always overextend myself. That's my problem in life. Um, so I, I was super involved in high school and college. In high school, um, as I think a lot of you might know, I cheered. I was a cheerleader. So it was kind of funny. I played soccer my whole childhood. But then, um, cause it was like a free sport and I thought it was fun. It was like rec league soccer. Um, then I played some club soccer in middle school, but then it was eighth grade and there was an announcement for cheerleading tryouts at the high school. And I was like, oh my gosh, I went to trial for cheerleading and I had never done cheer in my entire life. And I decided to go try out. Actually, I convinced three of my friends to try out with me. And so we all tried out for the cheer team. And then I was the only one that made the cheer team. And we come to learn that it was like a varsity cheerleading team that competed and like did all this stuff. And I had no clue, but I made the team and I guess it just became my favorite thing to do. I loved coaching cheerleading. I mean, I loved doing cheerleading, um, which now I coach cheerleading. And so I was super involved in that. So we cheered for basketball and football. And um, I also competed and things like that. I was not a good tumbler, but I was a really good base. I loved stunting. So I was really involved in that in high school. I was also really involved in music. So I played the oboe, which if you don't know what that is, it is a musical instrument that you play with your mouth. 
Uh, looks like a clarinet. Does not sound like a clarinet. There's usually only one oboe or maybe two or three in a whole orchestra or band because they're very unique instruments. Um, and if you don't play them well, they honestly kind of sound like a duck and it's not good. But if you play it well, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. They're often featured in orchestras and soundtracks, all that. Okay, anyways. So I played the oboe my whole, from like sixth grade through senior year of college. And I loved playing the oboe. So I did that. I played a lot in band. Um, and then I also sang in a choir. So obviously I was super involved. And then I was also really involved in my um, church's youth group in high school. Um, so then I went to college and I was still involved in a band. I did not cheer. There was not a cheerleading squad at my college. Um, but I got really into some other things. Like I got super into racquetball and like really into racquetball like would play racquetball every like I think my freshman year of college I played racquetball every day like seven times a week I played racquetball so and if you don't know what racquetball is you go into a court and you basically hit like a blue ball with mini tennis rackets and it bounces all over the walls literally loved it challenged everyone I ever saw to play me in racquetball probably annoyed a bunch of people um so I got really into that in in college and I have always obviously watched a lot of tv for fun and read a lot of books for fun so those are some of my hobbies <laughs> all right next question oh shoot okay what are your top five favorite k-pop songs I don't know why I wrote this question because that's a very hard question to answer. Top five favorite K-pop songs. Okay, I'm going to have to look through my Spotify. Um, the first one that's coming to my mind, which I'm just guarantee it's in my top five, is Left and Right by Seventeen. I love that song. Forever and ever, it will just like epitomize the greatness of K-pop, in my opinion. Okay, let me think of a few others. Okay, I think I'd have to put... Now, I'm not really into this group, but the song is amazing. I think I'd have to put Love Scenario by Icon on my top five of all time. And, ooh, um, Wonderland by A.T.'s, which it's just too epic to not be on my top five. I feel like it just, like, epitomize. It also epitomizes what k-pop is because it's just like never in no other genre would you hear a song like wonderland by et's and that yeah i think that would be on my top five obviously i only am mentioning boy group songs i'm just not into girl groups so these will all be boy group songs okay um let me think i don't think an nct song would make it um oh crap okay what i've had i have a 17 song i have a 80 song i have an icon song okay Ooh, i would say um footprint by astro okay that's four that's four out of five and the final song oh i'm gonna miss so many i guaranteed but i'll just pick a fifth Oh my gosh. I'm scrolling through my um my Spotify songs and apparently I have I have saved Love Scenario twice in my life. So clearly 
yes, I didn't even know it was possible to save two songs. Like, I guess they put it on two different albums. Yes, that's definitely one of my favorite songs. <laughs> and, oh my gosh. Um, I'll say Dope by BTS because it is actually the first K-pop song I ever heard. And it's awesome. <laughs> so, Okay, there you have it, everybody. Uh, left and Right by Seventeen. Wonderland by A.T.'s. Love Scenario by Icon. Dope by BTS. And Footprint by Astro. All right. That was so hard. Okay, here we go. Um, Question four. Where did you grow up? Okay, so I have actually lived in a couple different places. I grew up, I was born in Ohio, but I grew up in a little town in eastern Washington state. So that was where my whole childhood was. I lived there from when I was seven years old until I was 19. So, um, yeah, that's where I grew up. It was a little town. Not a lot going on there. There were two middle schools and one high school, and that's it. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> and then I actually went to college in Ohio, but now I live in the Carolinas. So I am used getting used to the the pollen allergies, which I'm not enjoying. Um, and I've lived down here there for four years though, so I, I have learned how to say the word y'all, but I still have never tried grits. So you know. All right, final question: What was your first K drama, and when did you watch it? Ooh, okay. So some of you guys might know this. Um, my first K drama of all time was The Liar and His Lover, which I never hear anyone ever talk about. Um, I did not have, like, I didn't watch Crash Landing on You as my first K-drama. Um, it was The Liar and His Lover, which, if you've never seen it, though, it's a great drama. I actually think it's a great drama. I love that show. Um, and it's about a producer who is in, like, the producing business and one day he like runs into this high school girl and she like is like she like falls in love with him at first sight and then he gets all tangled up with her because she accidentally gets like a leaked version of his new song that he was going to give to this k-pop boy group that he produces for and so he was like i need the song back but he like pretends to like like her to get the song back and it's all really kind of rude of him. But obviously they end up together. It's a great show. <laughs> I'm not selling it well. Anyways. Um, okay. So that was my first K-drama ever. When I watched it, I had absolutely no clue that K-dramas were like an entire thing. Like I had no clue. I Man, I'm trying to even remember what I watched it on. I think it must have been Vicky. Um, and how I learned about them is I was rooming with my roommate, Kim, who y'all know from soulmates and we were brand new roommates and this was, um, okay. When did I watch it? This was like October of 2019. So, um, we had just started rooming together that summer and I wanted to find a way to get to know Kim better because it was just us two rooming together. We like had met through church and like we're acquaintances. And anyway, so I was like, it's just my personality to want to get to know people better, especially if they're my roommate. So I was like asking her one day, she, uh, she was like watching something on her computer and I was like, what are you watching? And she was like, oh my gosh, like it's so embarrassing. 
Um, I'm like, well, what is it? Just tell me. <laughs> and she was like, it's this Korean show. And I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds interesting. Like, I want to watch it. And she's like, what? So just to like bond with her better, she's like, okay. So she's like, well, let's start from episode one. And one night she like threw episode one up on the screen on our TV. And we watched episode one together. And I was just like, this is like nothing I've ever seen. Okay. First of all, just to say, I have always been like a hopeless romantic. I like binge read fantasy book series, romance book series. Like I just like, you better believe like I read Twilight. You know what I'm saying? Like I just love things like this that are like kind of stupid, but also romantic and like bingey. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I also love other cultures and things like that. And just things that are different. I find it so fascinating. So I was like, wait, this is cool. So we like watched episode one and it was about like music. And Kim was like, I feel like you might like it. It's about music. Anyways. So Kim had to go to something. So it was probably like five o'clock that she turned the liar and his lover on. And I sat there for like five hours and binged five episodes. And she comes home and I'm like on episode five. She's like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I was like, this is awesome. Like this exists. So we end up, I end up watching The Liar and His Lover really fast. Uh, probably took me a week or less, um, less than that probably. And um, then I was like, what is this sorcery? Like, where do I find more? Um, although I kind of cracked myself up because then I just kind of like, me and Kim didn't watch another show together immediately. I just kind of like went on Netflix and tried to, and like found other shows to watch. But I ended up watching a series of like crappy sea dramas, which to be completely honest, I, it's not that I couldn't tell the difference, but I like, I knew there was a sea, like a Chinese drama, not a Korean drama, but I was like, they seem the same to me. They're, they're all the same, you know? So I was like watching these sea dramas, um, which man, I'm trying to think back, looking back. Okay. What were the sea dramas I watched? I watched a sea drama called I Hear You which is on Netflix. Literally loved that show. I cannot recommend it because it was a long time ago that I watched it. Um, I watched Put Your Head on My Shoulder, which is a sea drama. Um, oh gosh. I watched a few others. What was the... Man, there was a, there was a show I watched immediately. Um, I'm trying to remember. But anyways, I watched a series of sea dramas. And oh, I watched Find Yourself, which Song Wei Long, hello, still love that show. Anyway, so I watched this a bunch of sea dramas, but then it was like mm, probably by it was like by um the next spring when Startup and Dodo So So Lala Soul were airing that I like really got into like K K dramas are great. So that those were the first I think Startup and Dodo So Soul were the first K dramas I ever watched. Um like week by week and it was a magical experience. I was like, what? This is awesome. Okay. I'll just answer two more questions here. All right. This one says, where in the world have you traveled? Ooh, good question, Maddie. Thanks for asking. Okay. So I have actually traveled a little bit. Um, I have traveled quite a bit in the States because I don't know, my parents just made that a priority in our childhood and like I already said I grew up in the west so not that it <laughs> I always say like I grew up in the west so I went to so-and-so most of the places we went were not close to where we lived the west is freaking huge but because we grew up in the west it felt like we were close to like Yosemite and 
you know, Yellowstone and like, like a lot of national parks. And so my dad loves national parks. So he made it a priority to take us to a lot of places in America, which I'm really thankful for now as an adult. Um, so yeah, I traveled most of every state out in the West, um, went to a lot of national parks, went to, you know, a lot of parks in California, um, went to the Grand Canyon, went to Glacier, Yellowstone, Yosemite, Sequoia, um, a lot of places out in, although ironically there's several national parks in Washington. We never got to, I'm like, what? Um, we went to like Mount Rushmore in South Dakota a trillion times, probably like four, but that feels like a trillion times. And, um, so yeah, growing up, we did a lot of that, but a lot of my extended family lived in Florida or, um, Ohio or Tennessee or North Carolina. Um, so we ended up traveling over to the North I mean, not the north, the east, quite a bit as well. Um, so I've been to, honestly, the only states I've, like, not been to are, like, deep south. And then, like, maybe a smattering here and there. But, like I said, I went to college in Ohio. In Ohio now I live in the Carolinas. So, like, I have driven all those states in the Midwest a billion times. Um, but, like, some deep, deep south states, like Louisiana, um, Alabama, I have not into um i've been to georgia though for those k-pop concerts in atlanta am i right (laughs) okay um but i've also traveled internationally a bit um more when i was like in high school or college um a little fun fact about me which i think is actually one of my questions i didn't pick it today but um i actually have two siblings that were adopted from china So I've been to China three times. The first couple were when I was like nine years old and 12 years old, though. So I was pretty young. Um, Although we went back when I was 19, uh, which I'm 27 now. So a little while ago um, because we went and visited the orphanage my brother was adopted from. So I've been to China a few times. Never been to Korea, sadly. But um, I also was able to travel to Africa. I went to Burkina Faso, which is a country in West Africa. Um when I was in high school for a, a trip with my church. Uh, I was also able to go to uh, Mexico when I was in high school for the same trip with my church. And then when I was in college, I got the chance to go to Italy. There was like a, a little village in the mountains of Italy we went to. Um, and we worked at a camp there with um, a group with my college, which was another like mission trip that I went on. So I have had the opportunity to travel quite a bit, which I'm incredibly thankful for. And I think it's a lot of fun to travel. I would love to go to Korea legit so much. And I'm hoping to do that one day. So I need to sell those row wound puzzles to fund that trip. (laughs) All right. Last question. Um, This one says, what is your favorite OST album or just favorite OST songs? Okay. And by on the top of my head, without even looking at Spotify, I could tell you I have a tie for my favorite OST albums. They're pretty different, but my two favorite OST albums would have to be Our Beloved Summer and A Hundred Days My Prince. So they are super different, actually. Our Beloved Summer, I can't even tell you how many times I've listened to that OST. I'm trying to think of the genre of that OST is like, oh gosh, I wouldn't even, uh, acoustic, like, lyrical acoustic beautiful great 10 out of 10 uh, it's a it's a great album absolutely great 
Um, one of the best OST songs of all time, which I would say is Christmas Tree by V, is on that album. Um, just go listen to the Our Beloved Summer OST if somehow you have not listened to this OST yet. It's amazing. It's the kind of album you can like hit play and just listen to the whole thing through, and it is such a mood. Um, but then I also absolutely love 100 Days My Prince OST. Um, it is almost purely instrumental and it's just cause I'm like, uh, film score geek, um, from all my years of playing the oboe, uh, that I love it, but it is just like beautiful, absolutely stunning, absolutely beautiful, nothing like it. I mean, I just love it. I love it so much. So I have to say those are probably my favorite albums. Let me look at what my favorite like specific OST songs would be. Like I said, one of them would definitely be um, Christmas Tree by V. Uh, let's see what else. Ooh, there's a song I legit love so much. Now, I'm pretty sure a lot of people maybe don't love it too. But there's a song called Denib or Denib <laughs> um, by Peppertones that was from Cheer Up. I don't think if you didn't watch Cheer Up, you'd like it, but... I've probably listened to that song more than a lot of songs. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else? Ooh, Very Slowly by B.I.B.I., which is from 2521 OST is great. Uh, Future by Red Velvet from Startup. Absolutely amazing. Oh, I love the OST song that's called Shine On You. It's by We In, and um, it's from um, Record of Youth, which I didn't love that drama, but I love that song. I've listened to that song a lot in my life. Okay, this one is, okay, I know, I know what, I know what I'm going to say. This one is so random, <laughs> so random, but I really like the song, and it I've listened to it a lot. Um, it's called Onir en Kolk, and it's from <laughs> like it doesn't even have an English title. Um, it's from Extraordinary You, and it's like a random song. Um, it's the one that's like da 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 you know what? I just butchered it. It's fine. Um, it's a great song. The reason it's one of my favorites is because um, about maybe a year and a half ago, I was going through like a pretty rough season. And sometimes in those seasons, it's kind of hard to like get yourself out of bed in the morning. And so that song is like so cute. And like, it's just a morning song. Um, and I would play it every morning. I'd lay in bed. I'd hit play. And um, it's like, and there's like all these snaps. Anyways, so I would play it every morning and I'd like snap and it'd get me out of bed. Um, so I love that song. And yeah, <laughs> I don't even know if you know how to write in Hangul, just write only it in Kolk. And it'll get you there. There you go. Put it, in, put it into uh, Spotify. Uh, yeah, so I'd say those are my favorite K-drama. I mean, OST songs of all time. 
All right, that'll be all the questions I will answer today. But I just wanted to kind of jump on the mic and just, I don't know, pretend I'm having coffee with you guys. I wish I could actually have coffee with you guys. And hopefully one day I'll get to meet you. I would love that. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Um, and if I had the chance, I would have you over and grab coffee together. And I would get to ask these questions to you as well. I'd love to know your answers. Um, so anyways... This is, I will jump on the mic for a few more times, do a few more installments of Coffee with Maddie, just to give y'all a chance to maybe put a little more information to this faceless voice you've been listening to on a podcast for years. Um, anyways, thank you so much. And I never want to miss a chance to just say thank you for listening to my podcast. It's amazing to me that you listen to my podcast and I love making a podcast. So I'm just thankful that you listen to it that you enjoy it, that you have told me how you laugh along at home and you feel like you're happy because of this podcast and K-dramas and not only your girl Maddie, but soulmates. And I'm just so thankful. Um, so thanks y'all. I will talk to y'all later. And this has been your girl Maddie. I'm your host Maddie and I'll talk to y'all soon.